The end of humanity's history is soon upon us. If you like endings with a flurry of incredible events, climaxing with a bang, well, you will love how this story ends. I love how the Apostle Paul said it. Things which the eye cannot see and the ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man all that God has prepared for those who love him. Not only were those words given to Paul before John wrote the book of Revelation, but he was also given a glimpse of hope of the glorious new earth for all those who love and are indwelt by Christ Jesus. While these words should motivate all to be a part of the closing act of humanity, 90% of the world's masses deny Jesus and go to hell. In the final four chapters of Revelation, we are given chapter headings of 17 global events that end humanity, Satan and his demonic loyalists. Almost all of them have been noted by prophets through the ages. John was privileged enough to write them down to seal the promise of God, fulfilling all stated prophecies from Genesis to Revelation's book. Taking a look at the Big 17, number one, the marriage of the Lamb. That's in Revelation chapter 19, verses 7 through 10. This event takes place in heaven directly after the rapture and during the time of the tribulation before the second coming of Jesus. How do we know this? The Word tells us the bride of Christ returns with Christ at the second coming, making it affirmative that we have the wedding feast before he comes to punish those who offended his bride. Number two, the glorious appearance of Jesus Christ. That's out of Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 18. Jesus' second coming culminates the holy prophetic plan of God, first seen by Enoch, the seventh man from Adam. Read that in Jude, verses 14 through 15. And last, revealed by John, According to Jesus' words, the appearance will happen immediately after the tribulation. He will not take his Sabbath rest until humanity is brought to a closure. You can read that right out of Matthew chapter 24, verse 29. Number three, the Battle of Armageddon. That's Revelation 14, verses 14 through 20. This is the war to end all wars. It will be a great day for God, His Son, and the Holy Spirit, let alone the Bride of Christ. God keeps the details close to His heart. However, we know that it involves several battles involving the nations of the world, as well as the demonic warriors of Satan. It is a short and brutal battle, 
In fact, the Word of God tells us that the blood of the opposing warriors will rise to the bridle of the horses. Satan wanted a blood sacrifice, so God gave him what he wanted by using Satan's loyalist blood. Prophets have prophesied this particular battle since the days of Enoch. After this war, peace will set the stage for the new heaven and earth. Number four, the world's greatest earthquake. That's out of Revelation chapter 16, verse 18. Shortly before Jesus establishes his kingdom on earth, a horrific earthquake will occur that will sink the islands of the seas, be felt worldwide, and divide Israel into three separate landmasses. Read more about that in Revelation chapter 16, verse 19. During this time, God remembers the damage old Babylon inflicted upon his Jews. What does he do? He destroys her influence eradicates all nations that came from her, he sinks her islands, and flattens every mountain on the face of the earth. That, of course, is beyond killing all her warriors in the Battle of Armageddon. God keeps his promise and removes Babylon and her descendants from the face of the earth. Number five, judgment of the nations. That's Revelation 25, verses 31 through 46. This is also called the judgment of the sheep and goats. When Jesus separates pure bloodline Jews from the fake, remember that all those who receive the indwelling life of Jesus are grafted into the pure bloodline of Jesus. That makes true indwelt Christians true bloodline believers in Christ. It will happen at the end of the tribulation. The sheep will go into the millennial kingdom while the goats are judged during the thousand-year judgment period. One by one, each goat will be sent to hell after being held in account of their disbelief. Number six, Antichrist and false prophet cast into the lake of fire. That's Revelation 19, 20 through 21. God puts an end to the influence of these two power players toward the end of the tribulation by throwing them into the lake of fire. Neither receives judgment since they are judged before they started their deception based on their partnership with Satan. Out of all the power players world history has noted, these two damned, persecuted, and destroyed more human souls than any leader since the beginning of man's time. Number seven, Satan is bound for 1,000 years. Revelation 20, verses 1 through 3. The world's master deceiver will be bound in the bottomless pit to block his madness method of deceiving humanity during the 1,000-year judgment conducted by Jesus Christ. The bottomless pit is the dwelling place 
home base of all darkness and evil beings. However, instead of being a come-and-go place, Satan will be bound there during the millennial judgment period. Jesus also references this place as Hades. You can find that in Luke chapter 16. Number eight, the resurrection of all believers. That's Revelation chapter 20, verse 4. The gathering up, also known as the rapture, occurs before the tribulation. This is the first phase of the believer's resurrection, ushering all who have the indwelling life of Jesus into heaven as eternal members. This event seals the authenticity of the believers being the bride of Christ. All Old Testament saints who died believing in the prophecies of Jesus will be included in this event. After the 144,000 pure bloodline Jews are saved toward the end of the tribulation, who are the only born-again believers during the tribulation? They are grafted into the Bride of Christ at that time. Number 9. Christ establishes his millennial kingdom. That's Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. God has warned and notified humanity of the coming 1,000-year reign of Jesus since the times of Noah. This phase of the end times will fulfill this promise. And during this time, Satan is bound and placed in the bottomless pit to keep evil's influence at bay during Jesus' judgment period. Number 10, Satan released one last time. That's out of Revelation 20, verses 7 through 9. It is curious why God releases Satan to deceive one last time. The reason is simple. He is released to rile the nations judged to formulate a war against the king of kings, who recently finished judging each. The nations surrounding the capital city of Jerusalem, which hosts the bride of Christ and Jesus himself, as soon as they think they have an advantage. God releases fire from heaven and devours all those judged during the 1,000-year judgment. This is the method God uses to send the judged to the lake of fire forever. Number 11, the final rebellion. Revelation 20, verses 7 through 9 we learned the above is also called the final rebellion. Imagine the hostility of the masses after the judgment. A form of hostility will be present that the ages of man have never experienced before. Their hatred will be directly against the bride of Christ and Jesus. They will form a global army through Satan's influence attempting to destroy the authentic believers, ending, by the way, in a blast of fire. Number 12, Satan casts into the lake of fire. 
That's chapter 20, verse 10. After God terminates Satan's followers through the heavenly fire blast, the Lord thy God casts Satan into the lake of fire, joining the Antichrist, the false prophet, and his followers. Number 13, the final judgment results. Find more in Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. At the end of the 1,000-year judgment period, the unbelievers of the past and present will receive their consequences. God brings forward all the dead from sentencing. Each is judged and condemned for the horrid deeds written in their books. At this moment, the shift of Hades to hell is activated. All souls will burn in the eternal flames of the lake of fire for eternity. Number 14, the acknowledgement that Jesus is Lord. Read Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 11. Before the condemned souls are cast into the lake of fire, all will confess that Jesus is Lord, including Satan. Each one of them will bend their knee to Jesus, proclaiming him to be the Lord of all and the true Son of God. Number 15, the new heaven and earth, Revelation 21, verse 1. While the Lord has purposed to offer us few details regarding the new heaven and earth, we know that these new places represent the Garden of Eden before the fall of humanity. While the new Jerusalem that hovers over the old Jerusalem during the tribulation is the capital city of the new earth. We also know that the Bride of Christ in all her glory is housed in this city. Once the Lord Jesus finishes the judgment, the new Jerusalem is ushered off to the new earth. After that, God tosses the old earth into outer darkness. Matthew 25 verse 30 tells us this, Throw out the worthless slave into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Number 16. The holy city comes to earth. That's out of Revelation 21, verses 2 through 8. During the 1,000-year judgment, the capital city of the house, earth, that Jesus built for his bride will descend upon the old Jerusalem without touching the cursed soil of the present earth. It is a massive city. It is a 1,500 square mile cube. It will be large enough to house all past and present saints who have the Holy Spirit living within each. It will remain in place for the full 1,000 years. Suppose you mark it on a modern map. Place Jerusalem in the center. In that case, you will not only notice it covers the past, present, and conflicting future countries that rose against Israel, but you will also be able to see 
the original space of the Garden of Eden, for God marked it off as having the same dimensions. Finally, number 17, the final invite for humanity. That's Revelation chapter 22, verses 6 through 20. God has worked diligently to provide humanity with prophecies, warnings, and invites throughout the scriptures, from Genesis to Revelation. In this book, he offers one more inviting. 